In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Uh, if you like our work, please do remember to hit the subscribe button. And uh, you might consider supporting us on, on Patreon or PayPal, or indeed chucking a bag full of cash in over the hedge. You, whichever works for you. Sailing ships. Hmm. I love sailing ships. I love pictures of sailing ships. I love looking at sailing ships. Hate the sea, but I love sailing ships. There is a logic to it. I've always thought of a ship as a way of not ending up in the sea, if you take my point. A little interesting fact, most of the sailors in the Royal Navy on those sailing ships at the end of the 18th century and during the Napoleonic Wars couldn't swim. Most of the fishermen from the islands off the west coast until recently couldn't swim. There were a whole load of reasons for that, but it's, I, I love that fact. I love the fact that these tough and gifted people were operating literally on the edge the whole time. I know I keep going on about this, but I don't know how many different ways there are to say the same thing, just like in, as in teaching or as in preaching. It's, a, it's an endless recapitulation. Sailing ships. I'm fond of the, the novels of Patrick O'Brien. I don't know if you've come across them. Wonderful writer, historical novelist. It's really one huge novel in, I think, something like 21 installments. But they're sold as 21 separate novels. Uh, and indeed, in a literary sense, organised as such. And it's about a British sea captain, Jack Aubrey, um, and his friend, an Irish doctor, Stephen Matchern, um, and, and Aubrey is, uh, is a, a captain of the king's service. He's captain of a king's ship. Now, he's not captain straight away at the beginning, but he becomes captain and rises still further. There was a very good film, by the way, made of it, with uh, Russell Crowe, Master and Commander. It was made of the first two books, I think. I was hoping there would be more, but nothing has happened since. A really excellent film. One of the things you notice in the novels is that whenever the, sh the ship is, 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 is under real pressure, the captain may order them to get rid of everything heavy. In the end, they may have to throw the cannon off the ship. Everything. They may have to be completely ruthless to get away, to get, to get speed, to work up speed from a, from a rapid pursuer. I think my memory is there's at least one novel where they're pursued mercilessly uh, by um, a very brilliant Dutch sea captain. Today's gospel could have been written for the captain of one of His Majesty's ships in the course of the Napoleonic Wars. It is a ruthless vision. Now, Jesus was never ruthless in the strict sense because to be ruthless is to be without pity. And Jesus was never without compassion. And they're related. But basically Jesus is saying is if the chips are down, you start by throwing off everything that you don't need and then you throw off 
everything that you don't need that's precious to you and then you throw off some of what you do need because you must get away. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your foot, your hand, cut them off. Now, what's he saying? I mean, a religion based on maiming and and constant uh, amputations, you'd end up with the church that basically we'd be helping each other around the place. Uh, swapping wheelchairs and and walking frames. I mean, is this what we're expected to do? No. You are dealing with a gifted teacher, a rabbinical teacher, and he's making a point. But I'm afraid if you are expecting me to say that the teaching is any easier because of that, you'll be disappointed. Number one, he is telling you by implication that you do need to travel lightly. You do. In the second reading, J- the letter from James, uh, it's, that's made very clear as well, the warning to the rich. You're stocking up all of this stuff and none of it will save you or be of any use to you. There is a ship following us. There is something following us. And it's following very fast and we have to move fast. It is sin, it is evil, it is death, it is everything that is not God. And we must skim the waves. We must get up sail. We must fill our sails with faith. And we must throw everything overboard that is not of use. Now use can mean a whole you know, it can operate at a number of levels, including the aesthetic. So it's not a completely Philistine argument. I'm just making the point that the individual soul must travel lightly. This is difficult. Because some of you, you know, most of you, you're in the world. You have to get on with it. I'm personally a secular priest. I'm not religious. We have to get on with a life. You'll own bits and pieces. Some of you own a great deal. Some of you less. But a man can be covetous about a, a spoon or a stick. I mean, it's all relative. If it gets in the way, it has to go. And I suppose what I'm telling you here is what Jesus is telling you. I'm very sorry to have to talk to you like this and I hope you're not offended because I realise I'm almost certainly talking to one believers who are serious about it and therefore deserve respect and two searchers who deserve even more respect because they don't have the consolations that come with belief but they have all of the tribulations. And what I'm telling you is Anything that gets in the way must be either made to work for your spiritual advantage and that of those around you or it must go overboard. You do not have time to mess about. You want me to give you a few examples this Sunday? A few examples. Well, I'm I'm not suggesting you cut off your foot. 
I'm not suggesting, I, I, I suppose I'm, all right, let me give you an example. Your right eye causes you to sin. Your right eye, your right eye. Right. A great service at the moment, I think Matt Frad pushes as hard as Covenant Eyes, which is trying to help good people to get out of an addiction to pornography. It's a fantastic workman, like down to earth way, and I'm, they don't pay me for this, by the way. I'm just saying, I, 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 I just, I just noticed that this was going on, and I must say, I thought it was first class. I thought it was a great idea. Okay, because this is becoming increasing an addiction. If you have a problem with what used to be called custody of the eyes, if you can't take your, your if you if you can't help uh, being but be distracted by somebody who's who's quite attractive, and to whom you have no how would you put it right in the matter, because you're not married, and if all else fails, if all else fails. That relationship has to go. You have to make a break. Now you'll say back to me, and I don't, I don't blame you. Take it out, you know, take it out. Come on, come on, come on. I'm big and I'm thick and, you know, you do. You say, oh, you know, typical priest, you're, you're loading burdens on us that you wouldn't carry yourself. Oh, listen to you. Huh? Listen to you. Try 30 years of celibacy, big guy. See how you like them potatoes. I got my crap, you got yours. Okay, so let's not be nasty to each other, shall we? Okay, we'd be nice. Don't make a mess. It's a hard teaching. So I'm not getting at you if you fail. I'm not getting at you. I don't despise you for sinning. I'm a sinner. But I do despise you for not getting back up. I shouldn't, but I do. I'm human enough to do it. And you're not getting back up because you're a great big puggy-wuggie. You're a great big baba. Now get back up. And if something is causing you to sin, you take it. If, look, there may be no elegant way of doing this. So if you're going to keep trying to be pretty, I would suggest that maybe... I don't know, you turn off the cameras for this bit. You may just have to take some habit or something that has become quite cherished. And remember that the addictions, people with addictions end up like Gollum in, in, in The Lord of the Rings. You know, the addiction is like their little friend, whether it's drink, whether it's drugs, whether it's pornography, whether it's sex, whatever it is. It becomes the, their little friend, but their little friend is poisoning them. You may have to take it and strangle it. You may have to get it from you. Now, God can help you to do this, but he can't help you to do it if you won't let him in. You must admit the problem and you must let him in. It may be something quite small, but I can assure you it'll poison the well. If, if you keep ignoring it. It could be a tendency to gossip. I can tell you, let me, just so that you don't think that, that I'm preaching down to you, at least once in the last 24 hours I've listened to gossip I shouldn't have listened to. And I listened to it knowing I shouldn't have listened to it. And now I'm stuck with the usual humiliation in the next round of confessions. And, and I'm mad about that, which is another sin. <laughs> just put it on the plastic, eh? You know? I mean, you're no more of a mess than I am. Like, I, I, I don't know a nice way of saying this to you. 
So I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going to wind it up because I, I just seem to be keep bringing you bad news. But what I'm telling you is what's ahead of you is worth it. And you're crazy if it, you give it up and you're crazy if you let your right eye, your foot, your hand get in the way. Please, don't be a fool. Don't give up an incredible inheritance. An incredible inheritance because of some small thing that has become just intolerable to you. May I give you a suggestion? I don't do it, but I'd suggest it to you. <laughs> Cheap virtue. Consider joining the pioneers if you have an issue around the drink. You know one of the things I love is that pioneer badge. I think of it like Hawthorne's scarlet letter. I think of the humility that somebody does that, where they say either that they have had a problem with it in the past or they're afraid they'll have a problem with it or somebody close to them has had a problem with it or just their fellow human beings have a problem with it and they're doing this in reparation. It's like saying, I'm a sinner, I'm human, I need the grace of God, I need help. Consider that as one way to do it. Covenant eyes are there to help with pornography, the pioneers with the drink. There are other things with drugs. I'm just saying, I just have an open mind about doing this, but I'm just saying if it's the eye, if it's the hand, if it's the foot and they're in the way, sorry, you know, you could, you, I mean, you could invest in a really cool walking frame. I don't know. But that has to go. That has to go. I don't say it lightly especially if it's a friendship. Bloody hell, it's an awful thing to have to stop a friendship. That is cruel. But if it has to be, it has to be. And I'm sorry, if you're not able to go down to the chicken coop with a cleaver, we won't be having roast chicken for dinner on Sunday. Right? Stick to vegetarian. If you're not willing at least to name these things in your life, you must forget your dreams of heaven. What an awful thing to say. What an awful thing to think. What an awful thing to happen. No. No. There's no, there's no other way of doing this. There's no, I, let me tell you who's going to get into heaven. The kingdom of heaven is won by the violent and the violent bear it away. It'll be the ones who pay the price. Not the ones who are perfect. Not the ones who are better than everyone else. But the ones who have the humility to know they're beaten. To ask God for help and to ask him to cut off that hand. God bless you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>